drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. It is picked up by the line. Darius Slade's got it. Coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30. Darius at the 40. Drink it in, drink it in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo, caught, touchdown to Cornelius, Marvin Jones. Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown to Cornelius. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. Detroit Kool-Aid, what is going on everybody? We are back. And uh, I told you guys this past weekend I was going to bring you a bonus show. Uh, work got in the way. I'm actually heading out uh, on the on the road. Got some work travels coming up. So decided to postpone it a couple days and drop it here on uh, the Wednesday evening show for you. Um, and what I want to do with this show, we got uh, no Grifka in the house tonight. Um, I wanted to talk all about the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast listener line. I've mentioned it before. I've tweeted it out. I think it's something that really kind of sets us apart from other podcasts. You know, it gives you guys a, a line, an empty line that you can call and leave any kind of message you want, any kind of thoughts you want. Uh, after the draft, throughout the off season, definitely in season, you know, mid game, end of game, leading up to a game, you know, we want to hear all your, all your takes, your rants, cutting promos on people like Dave Burkett, um, just going absolutely crazy, having fun with the uh, Detroit Kool Aid Cast listener line. So, uh, again, I kind of want to talk about uh, a little bit about it, and then I've got uh, just. Two, three calls or so that I want to play from people that have just sort of left us messages. Uh, again, I always say the best of the best will get on. Uh, these were just a few that I grabbed. wanting to show you guys the difference in calls, kind of tell you kind of what we're looking for. And uh, like I say, hopefully this will just get better with time as you guys get more comfortable with our show and uh, feeling free to call this line. So before I talk about it a little bit more, I just want to throw the number out again. The uh, Detroit Kool-Aid Cast listener line, or the DKC listener line, is 989-272-3484. Once again, 989-272-3484. Or like I said on Twitter, you can just think of it as 989-272-Kevin Smith plus Herman Moore. That'll get you right to us. So, um, like I said, I know Grifka's been having fun, so we're listening to these calls, and we're trying to figure out what else we can do to kind of be different and have some fun and let you guys in. Because, like I say, we always want to be the Detroit Kool-Aid, or the Detroit Lions fans podcast, you know what I mean? Um, serving out that Detroit Kool-Aid. So, um, to expand on that, you know, we, we kind of created this, having some fun, testing it out, all that type of stuff. Um, working on all types of things you know we got a new soundboard that we're working on finding ways that we can pipe in uh, some sound effects as well as bring your guys calls in you know maybe even down the road do some live phone calls uh, during our show or um, some other fun things that we're looking at uh, down the line so like I say we want this to be an outlet for you guys you know don't 
you know, feel nervous calling up. Like we always try to edit the calls, shorten them up, make you sound good. Um, as well as, you know, all, all calls are good calls, you know, that are Detroit Lions calls. Uh, if you're talking football, we love it. And, uh, you know, it can be funny, you can be serious, you can be analytical, you can rant and rave, you can make fun of whoever you want to make fun of. Me, Grifka, Dave Burkett, Ziggy Ansa, any of your uh, Lions that we uh, talk about on this show. And, and it's strongly, strongly encouraged to use the Grifka catchphrases. Uh, we want to hear all those catchphrases that get the Grifka bell being used by you guys, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast listeners. So, like I say, um, I think it'll be fun. Uh, we just start off with it slow. I know we were hoping during the draft that people would just eat it up, but it was so new at that point that, uh, you know, we got calls here or there, but really we're looking for that instant reaction on TJ Hawkinson or, hey, you know, when they take Jelani Tavai, I was looking for some calls of people just either going crazy or some of you draft Knicks out there that love the draft saying, hey, this guy's a beast, you know, he's got crazy hair, he can run and tackle, he's going to be incredible for our Lions. So that's that's kind of what we're looking for. Uh, I really think it'll be fun. I mean, before I dive into it, uh, here we are a few days after the Lions rookie camp. As me and Grifka said on the last show, uh, Matt Pat didn't let the media in, so we didn't have barely any player interviews that I saw. Just a couple short two, three-minute videos by the Detroit Lions on their website, so if you didn't see those, go check those out. Uh, Hawkinson and all the other boys um, with the helmets and, and, and the shirts and the jerseys on out there, kind of just barely getting acclimated and, and putting in some work for our team, so... Super excited uh, leading up to the year. Everybody thinks like, oh, the draft's over. This is the dead time. I mean, me and Grifka are still going to be putting our heads together, coming up with all types of topics to talk about. We're going to be debuting hopefully some new things. And like I say, we just uh, appreciate the love and support. Anything else you can do, either by leaving a a review on iTunes or, you know, uh, there's people that are donating to us monthly that's helping us with uh, some of these other products that we're keeping under wraps for now. But, uh Anything you guys can do to help support the show helps us keep the show going, make it better, and uh, keep bringing you that uh, Detroit Kool-Aid, that Detroit Lions fans perspective uh, at least once, twice a week, as we've been doing. Excuse me. So, as I often say, with all that being said, let's go ahead and dive into these calls, all right? Let's play a few of these. I'm going to play them, and then you're going to get my reaction afterwards. You're going to get me saying, like, okay, on this call, like, this was good. But this is where this guy went wrong. Don't do that if you call in. Or, um, you know, just little anecdotes like that so you guys kind of see what we're looking for and just have a little fun with it. So um, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick pause for our sponsor. And then we're going to come right back with uh, this first call right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Detroit Kool-Aid Cast, this is Paul from Tampa, your number one fan. Hey, I wanted to comment on uh, your guys' takes here on the whole T.J. Hawkinson thing. Um, it's it's worth the take in, in that you never take a tight end at top ten is a somewhat valid point. 
but and which is a very common uh, point among all pundits. But one of the things that I don't think uh, can be emphasized enough is that when all these experts who do this for a living make these big boards, okay, they factor in the importance of the position, okay. So if you got all these big boards go, uh, saying Hawkinson is going top 12, mo- many people saying he, he would have went number seven, okay, that just shows how good this guy is, okay. If TJ Hawkinson was as good at being an offensive tackle or a cornerback or a quarterback, obviously, he would have been the number one pick. He is that good. These experts are saying he's the best tight end prospect, prospect to come out this decade, okay? I understand the Gronks and the Kelseys, how great they are now, but you can't grade someone in the future if you have, you know, if they're still in college. So please understand how important that is. I mean, Justin Tucker, he's the best kicker in the league. Well, he wasn't on anybody's big board in the top 100, okay, because they factored in that kicker just ain't that important, okay? So you, this just really needs to be emphasized. And I, I understand the whole home, hit, home run argument for this more important position, but I'll tell you what, the NFL is littered with top 10 busts at, quote, important positions, okay? And we need to factor that into this whole mindset of uh, importance versus talent. Anyway, hopefully the second round goes good, too. I'll probably call in then. Peace. All right, everybody. So that was Paul from Tampa. You know, this guy's called in before. He's a great supporter of the show. I thought I'd get him right off the top. Now, a couple things I like about this call. You know, right away calling out Grifka. Bringing up Grifka's name, even though he sort of said he had a valid point. Grifka never has valid points, people. He uh, talks like a fan that's been beaten down for years by this team. A guy that has the same old regurgitated takes. Nothing new, nothing exciting. So for Paul to say he has a valid point, that, that was that was a negative off the get-go. Now when you bring up Grifka's name, the best thing is to either use one of his catchphrases or to call him out for something he said on the show. I mean, that's what we do here. But uh, seriously, though, getting back to Paul's call, I mean, uh, I really liked his take. You know, he he just kind of dove right into it, gave his name, gave where he was from, got into it, and talked about uh, T.J. Hawkinson going number eight to the Detroit Lions. Everybody's up in arms, <clears throat> Grifka, about a tight end. You can't take a tight end in the top ten. They're not that valuable. Well, Paul laid it out that all these draft experts – Take that into account, where your position is, and they move you around the board. So for this guy to be top five, top eight type prospect, that shows how multifaceted, how skilled he is, and how valuable he can be and hopefully be to our Detroit Lions. So I think that was a great point. You know, um, they do weigh that. You know, they don't just stack the board with the top five quarterbacks. You know, they don't just... um, you know, put kickers up there. If they're good kickers, they weigh that based on their position as he brought up. And same with other spots. So for a tight end to be that high, consensus across the board really says something, I think. So, you know, he hit on that point. He uh, used the listener line. He also said he was going to call back later. Again, we can't put all your guys' calls on all the time, but... uh you know, we always want you to know that, especially during the draft, yeah, man, we want you to call up in round one 
After rounds two and three, we want you to call late in the third day or recap the draft and tell you what you thought about everything. Don't just give us uh, one small take on one item. Like, feel free to call as much as you want, whenever you want. So, Paul, we really appreciate the support, man. Uh, great call. Thanks for um, kind of putting Griffin in his place and just bringing up a topic that uh, lets us Detroit Lions fans know that TJ Hawkinson, man, he was a great pick in regards to the player. Everybody wants to argue about the value. You obviously hit on that. And uh, hopefully he'll be able to uh, really make some plays here in Detroit. So appreciate that. Now what I thought I'd do is right after Paul's call, I wanted to play this next call. Now I'm going to tee this one up a little bit. Now this guy didn't leave his name. We want you to leave your name, your city, you know, things like that. Um, you know, we'd love to get you... Um, to know you, me and Griff could always joke about the Jim Rome where people give themselves nicknames and he drops the hammer on them for doing that. I don't know. We'll see. We're not sure if we're going to allow self-gloss or if we if we want you to have your nicknames or what. Or if we're going to give you nicknames or if we're going to know you by name and city. We don't know how it's going to go down. But feel free to make us laugh and leave something with who you are, where you're from. But this next one, so he doesn't leave where he's from. But I got to say, this is this is how you come in with a take uh, that doesn't suck. And you um, keep it short. You know, this guy was obviously pretty disgusted with the pick. Kind of the opposite of Paul. So we're going to hear Paul back the Hawkinson pick up. This was another call I got on the Detroit Cooley Cast listener line. Right after the pick, this guy's not so happy. But I still thought it was a good call. Take a listen. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, first of all, they shouldn't have picked up TJ. We need a defense, not another tight end. We could have worked with Jesse James. So Quinn screwed up. I'm ready for his head already. And he ain't made no other moves. And you got the top defense players gone already. So what are you going to do next? Still sit there with a thumb of his butt. Be for real. All right, so like I said, my man there was not feeling the pick of TJ Hawkinson. He's coming after our boy Bobby Quinn. He wanted defense. He He's uh, thinking we could have got by with Jesse James, and uh, he is not feeling it. He uh, <laughs> let that be known. I, I loved his tone. I loved the way he came at it. You know, just called basically right after the pick, dropped that quick line, got in, got out. Uh, or this is you for you, Griff. He got in and got out. That's a classic throwback to one of our episodes. Little little Tim down in Detroit at our tailgate. So if you don't know what that is, you got to go back in the archives and check that out. But uh, this caller got in, get got out, man, and uh, brought the lumber. Uh, you know, we like to be positive. I do. I like to be positive here on the show. Griffka usually the other way. But uh, I thought that was a good call, man. He wasn't happy with the pick. He let it be known. He put it on Bobby Quinn. He wanted defense, and he didn't get it. So I thought that was another um, good example of what we're looking for. This next call, let's see. Let's see which one I want to go to here. Hmm. Let's go ahead and go to Frank Ribble. Frank 
any of you in Lions Twitter land, Lions Twitter family know this guy. He's he's on there all day, every day, talking Lions. He's got takes for days. He's posting things, putting up stats. I think his boy, uh, Donald Parnum, who he was telling me was going to tear it up in the league, just got cut. I think he might even bring that up in this call about how many touchdowns he's going to score. But what I love about Frank is he brings it right to Grifka. He always has a little shot at Grifka, a little take, a little something, and I like that. I also um, know this guy loves the team and always kind of uh, brings brings that Detroit Kool-Aid, talking Lions, tweeting about Lions, doing all that stuff. So Frank Ribble, appreciate you, man. Here you go. Let's take a listen to his call right now. Hey, Derek. I think I know what's wrong with Grifka. I think he's... Got a problem with his Kool-Aid. Must not be putting any sugar in it. Now, me and myself, I add a little Mountain Dew to my Kool-Aid. And my tight end takes are a lot different than his are. I would think that Donald Parham, our third tight end, can get a couple touchdowns for us, no problem. And it, I would say at least six touchdowns, 600 yards for Hawkinson. And uh, I did a little research on uh, Stafford and what he can do with a rookie quarterback. You remember Fourier? He had seven touchdowns, so I don't know where Griffith comes up with these takes, but I think his problem is he just didn't want a tight end at eight. So uh, I do like his takes on at Tavaya, but um, I was, might as well t- tell Griffith that his position is going to be middle linebacker and he's going to be a, our starter at middle linebacker, and they're they're going to move. They use to the outside to use a speed. Tavaya is good tackle to tackle, and he'll cover that area, and and then you can let the other outside guys take care of their areas. So, enjoying the show as usual. Drink it in. All right, so that's, that's Frank checking in. Now, I pubbed him up in the get-go right before that call, but when you call the Detroit Kool-Aid cast listener line, if you say things I don't agree with, I'm going to have to drop the hammer on you a little bit like I do on Grifka on most shows. So, Frank, man, I said I loved it that you gave it to Grifka. You gave him some noise. So, right out the get-go, you talk about Grifka having that wrong Detroit Kool-Aid. I don't know what you said you put in your Kool-Aid, but, um, you know, <laughs> uh, I, I can tell by your take sometimes it, it, it might not be uh, top-of-the-line stuff. Let's put it that way. But... So, so you give it to Grifka about having the wrong Kool-Aid. You bang on him about how he hates tight ends, which is all valid. That's good stuff. Then, like, the next line, you're like, but he does have valid takes. And then, but you don't, like, again, giving Grifka credit. That'll get your run right off the air. That'll, that'll definitely make me normally not take this call. But, again, I want to tell the people what to do and what not to do. So, again, Frank, he comes in with really good volume. Like, be loud. Speak right in. Again, name, city, nickname, uh, whatever, and drop that Lions take. Now, Frank uh, talked about, you know, again, he did throw out the Donald Parno two touchdowns. The guy's cut already. You know, I, I hope that guy could come back in some capacity and maybe find his way on a practice squad or a deep roster type position. Frank's already given this guy the number two or three tight end spot from what I could hear. I mean, slow down, big fella. Um, the other thing is, uh, he talked about the, the Tavai pick, you know, he also, you know, uh, hit on that about, you know, Griff could not knowing where he's going to play or what he's going to do. 
Uh, Frank's got him penciled in at middle linebacker. He's already moving Jared Davis. I'd say hold up on that, too. I think uh, Jared Davis is still the captain of this defense, going to be in the middle of this defense. Now, how they split Tavai and others around, you know, will be interesting. But I don't know that Tavai just bumps JD out from day one and uh, makes him kind of go to a new spot. But, you know, he's a high second-round pick. They're going to have to find a way to get him on the field and, and make a role for him, no doubt about it. But I think uh, that'll really be interesting. The other thing I love that Frank did, man, Again, use the catchphrases, but but in the beginning of the end, hit us in, hit us up with the drinking in, man. You know, uh, Detroit Kool Aid, like use that tagline, drink it in, all that fun stuff all year long. Uh, we absolutely love that, and uh, I like that how he ended the call strong, and then he also gave us a little dap. Anytime you can say how much you love the show, you listen to the show. Um, you know, any of that positive support that really helps us, uh, not only keeps us pumped up and motivated, but definitely is, is fun to hear whenever you call in the uh, DKC listener line. So, Frank, appreciate you very much, man. Keep bringing uh, that absolute passion you have for the Detroit Lions. We love it, and uh, it's great stuff, man. So this next call, I think this will be the final one I do. This is this is a long call. This is a guy that uh, again didn't come out the gates hot with the with the voice, or I think he said his name and and who where he was from, but I couldn't really make it out, so I can't totally give him props. But this guy, you could tell, knows his football. He he wanted to break it down, you know, from top to bottom, which uh, you know, like I say, we really appreciate. Now, I was gonna wait till the end, but I'll just sell it off the top. You're gonna hear this guy get going and really start breaking it down. Player by player, all these different um, takes that he has on on the pick, the team. But the Detroit Kool Aid cast, I'm listen, I'm I'm learning quickly. Uh, it's got a shot clock. I think you get about three minutes from from start to finish. If you don't get done, you don't get in and out by then. Um, it's gonna cut you off. So I think this guy gets uh, cut off right here at the end. But I want you to hear it again. Good football takes, really good. Uh, you know, can tell he's a uh, he's. He's passionate. Not, it sounded to me like he didn't really like the pick of TJ Hawkinson, thought they could go some other ways, but he kind of lays it all out, and then he gets cut off there at the end. So I'll uh, I'll let it roll through, and then I'll kind of talk about it at, at the end here, and then I want to kind of reiterate what we're looking for. I'll give you that number a couple more times, and then we'll uh, talk a little Lions and go ahead and get out of here for this episode. So take a listen to this uh this call here, a bit longer, but uh, again, we like these as well. We're really breaking down the lines and talking rather than sometimes the really quick takes. Here you go. Hey, guys. This is Thor Jimmy from Lion Twitter. Um, the uh, Hawkinson pick was just in about 10 minutes ago. The thing is about the pick is it, it seems like he could have tried it down and maybe still got him or um, got somebody that I think would have been probably just or should have been just as high on their boards. Um, it's a strange pick in so far as we just got James and then we get Hawkinson. I understand Hawkinson's a little more athletic. Um, I can do a little bit more in line, but I, I don't know. Um, it seems also to me as though, is this guy going to play that much this year? Um, I, I was under the impression we were a little bit more like let's win now, at least win now, meaning like let's get to a playoff game, let's win the playoff game this year. 
let's build um, going forward with some momentum after that for the following year. Um, again, I know he's from Iowa. It's a pro system, but um, hard transition from the um, college game, especially where Iowa played, uh, which is in the weaker half of the Big Ten. Um, I think some of these stats are a little inflated. Um, I, I hope he ends up being great. I hope, he, I hope he's the next best you know, top five all-around tight end in the league, uh, of course. But I think I just would have rather traded down only because of our unbelievable lack of picks um, in, um, in, in the first three rounds. We only have three picks. And as you guys know, from going from the second round to the third round, it's just it, 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 it's, like, it's almost like two rounds in between those um, two picks, between the second and third round. I would have liked to have had some more picks there, especially – after some of the some of the receivers uh, that I was excited about um, at that point, and so I think they they probably could have got at least another early third, um, maybe a late second, um, and traded down a little bit. I mean, Sweat's still on the board. I wasn't a huge fan of Sweat to be honest with you, but you, know, you could probably have got him at eighteen even. Um, seems a little strange um, to not go down, but maybe he's you know he's all that in a bag of chips. Uh, I, I didn't see that from the tape I watched. I like him. I like him a lot. I just, it's hard to evaluate how good Hawkinson actually is, to me at least, because of Noah Fant. And the defenses were keen. The safeties were keen. The linebackers are keen on Noah Fant. Noah Fant, going into the last season, was top three tight end in, in, in college football. Um, everybody had their eye on him. He's, he's crazy fast, crazy athletic as he tested out. Um, and I don't know how much credit you give to Hawkinson, um, because of how much key was done on Fan and how, you know. So as you can hear there, man, he, uh, he really brought it. Um, you know, again, I think he was a little disappointed with the pick called basically right after. I think he said to, 10, 20 minutes after he was buzzing into the Kool-Aid cast. Listener 9, which is awesome. Um, wasn't too happy. Wanted to trade down. Now, now here's a couple of things. I'll say a couple of things about this call. Again, I, I really respect people that uh, not only know their football, but he mentioned, you know, watch some tape. He really could kind of probably talk football all day. Now, again, I'll kind of goof on you. Uh, you did get the hammer dropped on you like the Jim Rome uh, where he uh, breaks off a call at the end when uh, you went over the three minutes just kind of cut you off there. Um, so, again, people out there be mindful of that. I'm sure this guy didn't know that. And, uh, again, I was just learning it. kind of be fun if we could have unlimited where you could just drop like a 10-minute rant. But uh, the other thing is, if you want to go longer, just call right back and pick up where you left off. We'll uh, snipe it all to get, uh, snip it all together and make it work. Uh, so you can definitely call and talk as long as you want. Like I say, it's going to take you right to that uh, that voicemail line. Just uh, say either it's you again or go right back into your take. But uh, like I say, he wanted to trade down. I mean, w- what Lions fan, what draft fan, what NFL uh, football fan doesn't want their team to trade down? I mean, that's always tremendous. You get more lottery tickets, as I say every podcast. You get more ability to get young. Here we go, Grifka. Cheap football players that can really impact your team. That's always the best case scenario. But takes two to tango. You know, I think Bob Quinn's a guy where he didn't want to trade down because there wasn't another tight end that had this kind of skill set that he could just say, well, I can get a similar player 
just uh, a little bit of a tick down. Like it would have been a different player and a pretty big tick down if he would have traded out of that spot. And hey, he wanted this. He wanted not only a tight end, this type of tight end. It was there at the pick for him. So I didn't. I think in in all actuality, he didn't really want to move out of it. To be honest, now. You know, like I say, he, he went down and broke it down about um, Noah Fant's impact. And, like, when you watch Hawkinson, you know, you see his highlights of him blocking. You kind of think, if you see just those highlights, you think, wow. But, I mean, he's not a he's not a, a presence where you just look at him coming off the bus and you're like, oh, man, I'm not going to be able to deal with this guy if you're a defensive end or, a you know, a linebacker. You're just kind of like, yeah, he just, he just looks like a regular you know, decently big dude, but not very intimidating. But like I say, he's got to be able to catch the football and run routes as well. So if anybody saw those two-minute videos on DetroitLions.com, I mean, this guy was like catching everything. He was catching the ball low, high. You know, that ball was not moving once it hit his hands. <clears throat> like frying pan hands. Uh, Grifka's favorite player, Eric Ebron, Mebron. Um, so, you know, he's got to be able to do both. I mean, I don't want to be an intimidating blocker and not be able to catch, not be able to stretch the defense at times or run really crisp routes. So it looked like he, he kind of, he has a really low center of gravity and a, a way to get to his routes where he stays low, he's pretty smooth. But like I say, there's going to be times, I guarantee it, where this guy's not going to blow you off the page with his overall, you know, athleticism, maybe how they use him on certain games, but the big thing, as I said before, is going to be wins. Is going to be how they, I don't know, how they just use this guy and how he impacts the team, both in the blocking game, the receiving game, um, you know, moving chains on first down, really making things happen. So, you know, this caller really seen that, hey, not only a trade down, there were other players. I love that he used the, I don't know that he's all that in a bag of chips line. I mean, Man, the nineteen uh, early nineties called man. They want that phrase back, but uh, <laughs> I thought that was tremendous. Like I say, anytime you can bring funny lines, you can um, you know say something entertaining. That's gonna help get you on the <laughs> on the line better. I mean, we love our football takes, no doubt, and we love just talking ball. But you can say something funny or a throwback line like that, a bag all that in a bag of chips. I mean, that's tremendous. That'll get you on, no doubt. So I thought that was cool. And like I say, man, uh, really good take. If he had called back and just uh, finished up his call, or I know some people have called in and they, uh, you know, want to redo it, they call it back up. <coughs> Excuse me. They redo that call and um, make it sound better or say something different. I mean, we'll always try to take the best call that we can if if you make the cut type of thing. So, um, like I say, just uh, I'll finish this this podcast up with just saying this. This is a unique feature. I mean. There's really no other um, Detroit Lions podcast out there that are letting you guys call in and, and not just read your emails, read your tweets, you know, things like that. They're letting your voices be heard. We're also going to have fun with it. Like you say, if you say something me or Griff could really totally disagree with, we're definitely going to try to hammer you and have some fun that way. If you say an incredibly great take that we uh, think is perfect, we're going to pump you up like nobody's business. We love to give your name, your city. Uh, again, we may come up with some fun nicknames for people if they call up a ton and, and make some characters and some fun things that way. I mean, you heard the one guy from Alabama like a few weeks ago. I mean, <laughs> that was crazy. I hope that guy calls back in. But uh, yeah, we're we're just trying to have fun with this. Like I say, it's a new feature, something different, and uh, just a way to get you guys involved. So please uh, call that line up. 
you know, anytime the Lions add a player, you know, do something in the off season as we're heading into training camp. Don't just think I'm going to wait for the first game to call or, hey, when the draft comes next year, I'll call. No, we want you calling weekly. We want you calling all the time to uh, give us your takes, and we'll try to splice you in episodes. We'll try to do episodes like this where we knock out multiple calls and either talk about them after or just or, uh, maybe mix them together in the future where we kind of splice them together and, and play a little mega mix in the beginning and then talk about them. I don't know what we'll do. But uh, like I say, it's a really fun feature. That number, again, is 989-272-3484. The DKC listener line. We hope all you guys use it. We really appreciate the love and support. It's been tremendous. We want to take this show to a whole new level. And uh, me and Grifka are just two Detroit Lions fans with microphones that decided to be fun to talk Lions a couple times a week and put it online for you guys and to just have you listen, have you catch on to the Grifka catchphrases and the bell to hit me up on Twitter and tell me you love the show or um, ask my take on things I think is just tremendous. So we can't thank you enough for that. Um, so with all that, I'm going to go ahead and shut the show down. We, uh, I'm going to be jumping on a plane here in the next little bit. So want to get a show out for you guys. Hopefully uh, this was a different type of show. You enjoy it. Uh, Grifka um, is going to be along uh, for the Friday show. We'll be hitting that Friday show and he may have a special guest. I know he was working on a couple things uh, and uh, hopefully going to bring you a good show then. And then we'll be back next week with both of us uh, talking Detroit Lions, probably uh, rookie camp. I don't know if the vet OTAs will be going on at that point, but we'll be uh, on top of all that type of stuff, getting ready to talk about it. So thank you guys so much. Again, drink it in. Detroit Kool-Aid. Thank you so much. I'm out. Drink it in, man.